you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Today is Friday, March 22nd, 2019, and welcome to another episode of Last Week in Health IT. And as with every episode, we start off this one stating that the intended audience for this episode is everyone. So there's actually not too much news this past week, so today's episode is actually going to be really short. So let's get right into it. So the first news item, New Zealand clinical IT leaders create a national network. So in New Zealand, a group of clinicians of different disciplines have come together to create what they call the Clinical Informatics Leadership Network. The different disciplines that are involved in this group of 74 members include doctors, nursing, allied health, midwifery, and pharmacy. One of the features of the network is that they will provide an online forum where everyone can share their expertise with each other. This is a great venture that can show the strength and numbers of healthcare IT teams. Having something like this in place on a grander scale in the U.S. might even help with our current fragmented infrastructure of healthcare IT, but at the same time it's going to be difficult for us since there are so many challenges in information blocking and competitive businesses. The next news item is Partners Healthcare integrates opioid tool into their EHR. So you probably already heard me mention that the U.S. has a huge opioid crisis. One of the tools that is available for providers to use to uh, help in preventing and managing substance abuse is called the Massachusetts Prescription Awareness Tool, or MassPAT. Partners Healthcare, a Boston-based nonprofit hospital and physician network that includes the famous Brigham and Women's Hospital, and the Massachusetts General Hospital, uh, they have taken the initiative to integrate MassPAT into their EHR to improve how providers handle the opioid crisis. This is actually a really great step forward because it's uh, this is going to be how providers can avoid duplication of orders and are able to achieve coordinated care for their patients. Okay, so the next news item is Amazon partners with OneDrop. So Amazon's foray into healthcare has been quite a big deal. They recently announced that they are partnering up with OneDrop. And for those of you who don't know, OneDrop is one of the leading diabetes management platforms with a mobile app and a Bluetooth-enabled blood glucose meter. Much of their products are ordered and directly delivered to the consumer, which is another aspect of convenience. And in addition to diabetes management, OneDrop also has you know, blood pressure management, weight management, and uh, artificial intelligence and clinical decision support tools. And the partnership with Amazon will be interesting because Amazon's health customers will now have access to more services so they can be more properly well-equipped to engage in their health. Millions of Americans are living with diabetes, and Amazon's partnership with OneDrop will actually allow a larger reach of the population that actually needs it. And the last news item that I have is St. Luke's University. They're integrating patient monitoring data into their Epic EHR. So in Pennsylvania, St. Luke's University Health Network is expanding use of remote monitoring and patient care technologies. So St. Luke's University Health Network is a fully integrated regional nonprofit network of about 10 hospitals and 300 outpatient sites, and they provide service in 10 counties. The hospital also offers about 90 medical specialties, and they use a number of patient monitoring technologies such as Massimo Patient Safety Net route with uh, Radius 7 and Vital Signs. So Massimo's technologies by themselves have already shown to increase patient safety, such as achieving, you know, 65 percent reduction in distress codes and rescue activations, and 48% decrease in patient transfers to the ICUs. And that was found in just one study. So integrating the systems to have data feedback into the EHR is a big step forward for St. Luke's and 
provides a promising future in healthcare technology interfacing. All right, so like I said, there's not much news this week, so that's all the news that I have. But before we go, if you'd like to hear more news about healthcare IT, you can actually check out great curated articles on healthcareitnews.com. And that's where I go for my daily healthcare IT news to keep myself updated on what's going on in this world. But all right, if you like this episode, you guys can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at PharmacyITMe or our Instagram at PharmacyInformatics, or you can email me at Tony at PharmacyITMe.com. And you can also follow me on my personal Twitter account at TonyDowPharmD. And one more thing, I wanted to plug, again, a great networking opportunity called Pharmacist Connect. If you are familiar with Slack workspaces, this is pretty much a vetted one where everyone in this workspace is either a pharmacist, pharmacy student, or pharmacy tech. And they're vetted through providing their license number and ensuring that they are really who they say they are. So um, I've met a lot of great colleagues on it. And there's also a channel just for informatics. And you can find out more by visiting pharmacistconnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool, patient care is the goal.